Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after, <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story, and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, everybody. Episode 205 on the New Truth Podcast. We are so glad you're here. Today's episode is an important one. Every episode is an important one (laughs) to us. But this one especially, because if you've you know, been catching our drift these past couple weeks. We're gearing up for season two and a new frequency of the New Truth podcast. The core message of breaking free from the fairy tale, but essentially breaking free from the fairy tale now in every area of your life. And one area that I think has a fairy tale esque romanticized energy too is personal growth. Right? It, it's a a a very powerful message that's all over social media and that gets you into a hook of, of this message of, you know, you can live your best life. You can change your life. You can have everything you want, but what isn't talked about and what Kate and I want to talk about today is what really happens when you choose growth, right? And the truth of the impact of making choice, like what it means to choose your truth and how you'll disappoint people, how other people will not always support your choices, how you might lose friends, you might have to let go of jobs, right? That there is a both and to growth that I hardly ever see a message about. And I'm sure Kate will agree that every single client I've ever had for 11 years now comes to me saying, there's loneliness when you start making changes that are in line with your truth, or there's really difficult things you have to face. And this has been very true on my own path of personal growth. And I think we started talking about this because we were just talking about season two and like what it's asking of each of us in our own lives and our businesses and our relationships. And we wanted you to not feel alone. Like that was the main message of today of like, and why we tra- created the community of the New Truth Movement Facebook group. But, you know, there's nothing wrong with you when it's difficult to follow your truth, right? When, you know, and a uh, God, the other fairy tale is the, you know, when it's right for you, it's easy. Hmm. Like, you know, I, I had three calls with people last week where it was just because something is right, the right decision doesn't mean it's not also the hard decision or that there's there's angst or or upset in your body like it's hard even if it's an aligned decision so that's where we're headed on today's episode yeah i I just want to start with talking about the season two i've been hearing so much positive feedback about excitement for season two and 
I've been hearing a lot from women in relationships who are really ready for a deeper message that's not about dating. And it's not to say we're not going to talk about dating. We'll talk about life and uh, dating and relationships and everything. But there's a deepening and there's an evolution of of what the new truth is going to look like in season two. And of course, if you want, or if you're just here for dating, you go back to the beginning and listen over and over again to all the other episodes. We have 200 and something episodes about mostly dating, but, um, yeah, I've been hearing from a lot of women in relationships or divorced women, married women that, that are just hungry for episodes that feel relevant to them. So excited to expand our horizons and on the, in the name of growth, I just want to say, yeah, everything you said, there's just so much fantasy around growth, so much fantasy around growth. And especially if you are awakening through social media, you know, through all of the coaches and teachers and people who are popping up on Instagram. I mean, we talked about on our, and actually it's a future episode, it's an episode we recorded for the new season. We were talking about um, other teachers on there, how we've had people, we've interviewed people for the New Truth podcast who haven't made the cut all the way through because on Instagram, it looked like they really mm. knew what they were talking about. And then in front of us, it wasn't the case at all. And so- the reality is there's so much fantasy in the world. And I think personal development is like, it is the new fairy tale. Um, we've talked about this idea of ha- attracting a conscious man or a conscious relationship. We have and an episode on that. We do have we an did episode that. On that. And, and it's like people who desire yeah. a conscious relationship, there's this fantasy around a conscious relationship being an arrival point. Like it just means, oh, he's in his king and he's this evolved human and you're this evolved human. And together you have this evolved relationship. But what a true domination. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What a true evolved relationship is, is the willingness to face what is and to work through what is and to be present with what is as opposed to be in fantasy about where it's going or what's coming or what's in the future, but to actually navigate life as it comes. So I think like the fantasy mm-hmm. um, and like what you said about how it's not easy. The reason for that is that, you know, and, and I'll use the saboteur speak when we are operating from our survival patterns, AKA your saboteur and your inner child in relational dynamics and in your life, you're that the job of those patterns is to stop you from doing anything that's out of the norm that other people might not be doing. That's brave. That's like expansive. That's expressed. That's wild. That's vulnerable. Because when you were little, you got in trouble for doing all those things. You got in trouble for following your heart. You got in trouble for being crazy and crying your eyes out in the grocery store. You got in trouble for Um, you know, for speaking up in school. And so our survival adaptive patterns are developed when we are being our fullest expression of ourselves. So as you evolve and grow into the woman that you were born to be and who you really are deep down, your saboteur is going to get louder. So no, it's not going to be easy to follow your truth. It might, like once you move through the painful, scary fear and resistance, Yes. On the other side of that is a lot more ease and flow because you're not arguing with reality. You're not controlling life, but you're actually going with the flow of life. So you do get to experience more ease and flow when you move through the fear and resistance, but your fear and resistance will get louder. I've had women who knew they were meant to come to the immersion. So important to hear this. So scared to come. And they're like, I think this means I'm not meant to go because, you know, I'm just in so much fear. And it's like, 
no, that, that means you are meant to come, right? There's a difference. And this is a distinct, we've talked about this before, but like really learning how to distinguish the difference between a no in your body. That's like, for me, it's a gut feeling. It's like, Ooh, no, there's just, it's a no, but a resistance for me, resistance is like out. It's outside of my body. It's in front of me. And it's mm-hmm. almost like fog, like, no, I can't go there. Cause I can't see through the fog. So I'm not going to cross through it, but that is where you need to go to grow. Mm-hmm. And the, the most expansive parts of you are in the fog. They're on the other side of resistance. So it's going to feel scary, terrifying even, but on the other side, you'll be like, Oh my God, what the hell was I so afraid of? This is amazing. Pass me a pina colada. Like that's how it feels on the other side of growth. So something to just look out for. That's so important. That's so important because the social media doesn't reveal the discomfort Like leaving your comfort zone, which is the survival pattern, which is whatever is just familiar is always going to be uncomfortable. Like this is like actually personal development 101, but somehow we're all missing this, that, and, and I think what's true for me is I now seek to be uncomfortable right? Like, like you have to be, if you're really choosing a path of growth, you're going toward the things that feel expansive, right? That is the word. And you're wanting to challenge yourself, right? And, and we've shared this multiple times about retreats, about even signing up for a coach that I love what you just said, the difference between resistance and a no. And I feel, I don't, have you ever read the war of art? Do you know that book? I've heard of it, but haven't read it. Um, It's essentially he, the, I think it's Stephen Pressfield. It's about the creative process and being creative in your life, whether it's starting a new business or, or doing poetry or works of art or writing. And he essentially says, if you're not uncomfortable before you do it, like that's not the thing. Right. And I've said to my clients, if you're, if you don't feel a little uncomfortable before you hit publish on your dating profile, you know, your dating profile is shit (laughs) actually, right? Like being vulnerable is about being emotionally exposed. That's, that's what we, you know, you're being vulnerable when something feels uncomfortable because otherwise it's all a show. It's all a performance. And for when I, when I think of this mostly is, you know, this episode really came through of many of you talking about like, how do I find the women who are growing like me? Right. Like, where are the women who are committed to this work, too, who want to grow, too, because many of your friendships are changing. And maybe we need to have an episode actually on friendship breakups like that's an episode in and of itself. But I really wanted to normalize and have compassion with I mean, and for all of you people pleasers, man, like this, this is you know, being willing to disappoint other people, being willing to experience loss is required on the path of growth. And most people stay in the immature childish fantasy that says, I never, I can be liked by everyone. Everyone will approve of me. I'll be able to take all my friends with me on my path of expansion rather than if you truly are growing, that's part of the course. Like that's going to happen. And there were people, I think it's you and Mariana that did the evolve or dissolve, mm-hmm. you know, um, line. And the the good news is the relationships that come with you when you're growing get deeper 
in ways that you can't even imagine because that's also the truth of growth. Growth is not linear. Okay, here's another fantasy, right? If you're growing, you're chasing the corporate ladder. If you're growing, you're checking off all the boxes on the scripted life that, that somehow people say. You can absolutely check off boxes and not mature at all. You, you can get married and have a kid and actually still be a 13-year-old girl inside and and have no maturation or evolved growth at all. Those checkbox things are not what actually grow. What grow is growing up inside yourself, being willing to break free from whatever scripted thing you've been telling yourself you're supposed to be. What growth actually is, is facing difficult truths about yourself, getting radically honest about the ways in which you're pretending in your life, performing in your life, thinking you have something to prove in your life. And the in the name of what is, like you said, just because this is something I was actually thinking about last week, I could feel a certain way about something one month ago, and now it could be different. Yes. The truth about a path of growth too, is you're actually always asking. There's no arrival, right? There's no, I perfectly love myself. I've arrived into perfection and now I don't need to grow anymore. Right now I have the relationship. So we're all set and there's no work to do. Oh, and if we struggle, that somehow means I've chosen wrong rather than that's actually part of the course when you enter a relationship. But this willingness, like I, as a young girl was never taught that I was allowed to change my mind. Mm. And what's really important to me on a path of growth is am I always willing to check in just because it was right for me or yes for me last month? What if it's not now? And can you be allowed to change your mind? Because your intuition is always available, always online. And for me, being deeply connected to yourself is that like the willingness to always be checking in. Yeah. And, and uh, that just makes me think of marriage, like this old paradigm mm-hmm. version of marriage, which is I sign a contract and then, then I become completely complacent inside of my relationship because I think we've arrived. We right. were married now. So we've arrived, we've done whatever we needed to do to get to this place. And yet shouldn't we all be always checking in when we're in relationship? Doesn't matter what the contract is you signed. Doesn't matter what the life is that you signed up for. You signed up for a life that's your future self if you're not checking in, you know, and there's a difference between always wanting to leave when you're in the midst of being uncomfortable. That's different. That's a survival pattern. If you're one of those people and I've been there where every time you feel challenged in your relationship, you go into an escape fantasy that, oh, there's something better out there for me. That's Mm -hmm. a pattern versus actually the willingness to check in once a year, once every few years, like, how are we doing? How am I doing first before we, how am I doing? How am I feeling inside of this relationship? Am I being truthful? Am I being honest? Am I bringing everything to the table? Am I fully expressed? Is there something I haven't shared some area I want to grow into? Am I fully owning my experience and how I'm showing up inside of this relationship in my part? Am I speaking to the things that aren't feeling good 
that, you know, on the, on the receiving end, are we growing? May our relationships come from like, to me, this is a growth-based relationship, which I I'm in now. And it's so beautiful. And it's this amazing, like it, how I'm experiencing it. It's like a year and a half of having this man in my life. It's like a wine just that keeps getting richer and more full-bodied and more juicy and more ripe. And it's just like evolving over time and deepening and deepening and deepening. It doesn't mean we haven't had, we've had stuff come up, which is why it's deepened because we actually right. are willing to to see our parts, to share impact, to express our vulnerabilities, and then to adapt, not to shape shift or, um, or, you know, not, not to shape shift or um, shut off parts of ourselves, but to adapt, to learn and grow together. And, you know, that, that beautiful place of like, may we all bring choice to our relationships? Because I remember that one episode you said, a long time ago that with clients who are in a relationship, I've had my clients apply this to jobs. They don't like every day for 30 days, say I'm choosing this. And then you get to see, wait, do I want to choose this? And if I am choosing this, how can I show up differently inside of this? Because I'm choosing it. And, And often we just feel like we're victims. All the women that are like, well, I'm stuck in a shitty relationship, but I can't leave. Okay. That's a victim story actually you can leave and it might, you might see a lot of fog in the way because it's, it's very, it it looks like there's no path out, but Mm -hmm. you know, a million women have done it before you or way more than a million and uh, you can. And so as long as you are choosing that relationship that might not feel like the relationship you signed up for or that you desire, what can you do differently? How can you own your contribution, which is why it's so important to do the inner child work or to learn about your saboteur so you can see how you're contributing to that dynamic, even at work, you know, where whatever area of your life is, and you can Mm -hmm. choose consciously and you can choose to show up differently within the relationship and within the, like you can take responsibility for your part essentially. And I think that's like number one for growth right? Like how to know, how to know you're actually growing is how responsible do I feel for my experience and my life? And I'm sure you'll have lots to say on this because we kind of touched on it in a personal conversation the other day about the fantasy about the end of the year, right? So, so here we are moving toward the end of 2023 and I can feel how so many people, again, the fantasy of growth is based on external things, right? Like maybe you're, you deeply desire a relationship and you're still not in one. So you're telling yourself you haven't grown, right? Or you're in the job that you've been in that you want to leave, but you're telling yourself you haven't grown. And so again, the fantasy of external reference, like this is it for women, right? Like externally referencing everything rather than internally referencing. So I want you to sit right now and say, what, as we near the end of the year, what is different about me? Mm -hmm. Right. Have What's it been like if you've listened to the new tooth podcast for a year, right? Women are so hard on themselves because they're always externally referencing rather than we actually are always changing in small and big ways. But when we're only focused on getting the things that we want, that life is society is telling us we're supposed to want and supposed to have, we then have ample reasons to feel like shit about ourselves. 
rather than what are the things that are different about me that I want to celebrate, right? How am I showing up differently in my relationships? How am I different in the way I treat myself? You know, I've shared multiple times that not drinking, you know, getting sober was my first like greatest act of self-love. And what's true for me now is as someone who absolutely had a drinking problem, not drinking every day is still something I celebrate about myself. Like not having alcohol or drugs as part of my life is something I deeply, deeply celebrate that I never take for granted. And when, you know, having meaningful relationships, you know, something that really shifted for me. And again, I have compassion for myself about this. I absolutely was in survival mode in the first year of motherhood. I absolutely shut down and was not thinking about how to be a good friend to anyone and was mostly just thinking about trying to survive and take care of my baby and function. But in space, I started thinking about the kind of friend I want to be. And I started turning toward people in my life and especially other mothers in my life saying, how are you doing? Right? Mm -hmm. So when you're in survival mode, there is a self-centeredness that happens. And there's a difference between hating yourself and and referencing external things versus being compassionate and saying, how have I shown up as a friend? I mean, this is part of growth is self-awareness. Like you literally can't be growing unless you're self-aware and starting to say, how have I shown up in my friendships? How am I showing up in my family? How am I showing up at work rather than the victim mindset, which is what's everybody not doing for me, right? What am I not getting out of life, right? How the path of manifesting a partner is, am I being the kind of partner I want in my life? Am I behaving like the match or the kind of person I say I want or the kind of friends that I want to be around? So the women that are saying, look, where are the women like me? And, oh, you'll have a lot to say about this too, right? Speaking of growth, I feel like I just have had made three points in this one statement, but when you're growing, Telling other people that they should grow is not growth. (laughs) Being in your boyfriend's face saying he should go to therapy or he needs to go to a personal development workshop is not growth. Growth is my focus is on how am I showing up? What am I bringing to the table? What's different about me? And please celebrate and don't minimize or dismiss any of the little ways you've broken people-pleasing patterns or you've broken self-sacrificing patterns or you've broken patterns of feeling victimized by life, right? Like just in this moment, can you take out a piece of paper and say, what am I celebrating or what am I proud of that's different in the way that I'm showing up in the world? And then in what ways would I like to show up? differently because now today is a new day and you can, and that's what growth is not yes. trying to be perfect. I'm so, I'm so glad you brought that up because, okay, I'm really getting tired of this trend where at the end of every year, everyone talks about how this was the worst year ever and they want to throw it out and burn it. And literally that happens every year. I'm not kidding you guys. Like I remember 2016, 2017, way before COVID that was happening. And it literally is an online trend that happens. So let's create a new trend 
where you are reflecting on what what is different, what perspectives are you holding that are different, what people experiences, it, choices have you made that are different that feel honoring for, for you. Mm. I love so much inside of the New Truth Facebook new truth movement, Facebook group, this woman, I know you responded to her, this beautiful woman wrote this amazing post about how impacted she's been by the new truth and how much she's noticing she's changed just from listening. So those of you who are listening, even if this is the first episode, like, what are you seeing different? What do you, what are you celebrating? That is absolutely essential for me. Like celebration is just in my being now. And I had to learn that. I remember Mama Gina used to teach that like back when I started following Mama Gina, gosh, like 12 years ago, um, she teaches bragging and, and talks about how women are so used to beating the crap out of ourselves and each other and judging each other and judging ourselves and how we're starving to be celebrated and to be, um, celebrate each other and celebrate ourselves. And I feel like we do such a great job of that in our friendship and I'm all the women in my life. That's what we do for each other. We're constantly celebrating and lifting each other up and reminding ourselves and, and celebrating ourselves too, because that's the most courageous thing for women. Like I have, um, inside of the reclamation community, they get, we do a Q and a every week, Facebook lives that I do. And, and a question I see so often is I have a really hard time receiving compliments. How do I receive compliments? And it's only a part of you that has a hard time receiving compliments, right? Like if you are rooted in your self-worth, when people give you compliments, it's almost like, yeah, thank you. It's a reflection. So it just feels like, yeah, of course I am that. Thank you for seeing it. And it just feels like a reflection. It doesn't feel like, oh my God, they complimented me because you're, it's not your, it's not your insecure, smaller, younger self that's receiving it. But when your smaller, younger selves are receiving compliments, what do they do? They deflect them. They put them back on the other person or they say, no, 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 I'm not that great. I'm actually quite, you know, shitty or whatever. And that's such a woman thing. So like this one piece to help you grow and it makes growth a lot more fun. You know, I remember, I don't know, remember who taught this, but someone said the masculine grows through challenge, the feminine grows through praise. And Mm. that feels so true to me. Like when not someone blowing smoke up your ass, but real reflections and people really seeing you, there is no way that I would be where I am in my life in every facet if I didn't have women, including mentors of mine, seeing me and reflecting the gift that they see in me. And that's what I do with my clients. Like when they first start working with me, I see their souls. I'm a projector. I see right through all the bullshit and all the tiny selves. And I see who they really are. And I reflect that and call them back home. And then it's so beautiful to witness like all my clients doing it for each other. All the women in the community Mm. are doing it for each other, reflecting who they are and reflecting their power and celebrating each other inside of the reclamation Facebook group. Everyone's cheering each other on. Everyone's celebrating each other. And it's Like that's how it should be. And that is the, I think the biggest thing that's missing for women. We are hard on ourselves, but it's not who you really are. It's just something you inherited from your mom, your grandma, your great grandma. Like women are hard on themselves because of the patriarchal system. There's an episode coming out soon. We interview someone very special in January and it's a hot episode. And we talk so much about patriarchy in that episode. But um, 
it's it's systemic and you know the the way that we change the situation the way that we change patriarchy the way that we would change how we're treated inside of this world is we start treating ourselves and each other differently so celebrate your sisters if you are surrounded by women you feel small around hang out with some new women right go join some workshops, join some dance classes, join some yoga studio, come to join one of our communities, like join women who are also walking this path. Mm. Also inside of the new truth. I saw someone, uh, several people post I'm from this part of, you know, the U S or wherever um, anyone in here, it's like creating these new truth chapters all over the world. So get on the group, find women there, like find your people because and the more you, mm. you know, honor yourself and live from the truth of who you are, as we teach in every episode, the more you will magnetize your people to you. And from that place, like it's such a big part. And then you get to celebrate all together. That's living your best life. That's right living there. your best life. That That's that's the, the point to bring home here around also the fairy tale about growth is that it's always hard. Yes. Right. That that if you're not like really struggling right. and and processing your trauma 15 hours a day and always having conversations about what's hard in your relationship, then that's that's growth. Rather than growth is actually the the reclamation of your soul and your and your celebration and your truth of saying, wait a second, I'm actually not broken. I'm not fucked up. There's nothing wrong with me. How do I acknowledge who I am? And that the only thing that's uncomfortable is the resistance of your saboteur and ego mind saying, wait a second, no, this is different from how we've been used to living. But then your soul is saying the way we're supposed to live is fully expressed in praise, in celebration, being happy, loving who we are, receiving compliments, being deeply connected to other women. That's the truth of growth. And so that was, that was perfect. That's like a perfect way to, to bring home the episode. Cause I also think the other side of the fairy tale around personal development is that, that it has to always be processed. You're always fucking processing totally. <laughs> something rather than, and yeah. like, please, this is really important. Um, I had a very horrible, this has not happened to me in my life until now, um, a really bad experience with the therapist when I was in early postpartum and deeply, desperately needed help around postpartum anxiety. And I felt like shit. I felt worse after every session with this person. Mm. And I, it didn't take me long to end my relationship with her because that's what I kept feeling of like, why do I feel worse after every session? Like this can't be right. So that's the other, the last thing I want to bring home around this, everything you just said about celebration and, and, and being connected and praise and remembering who you are. If you keep feeling worse, like there's a difference between one session, like, Ooh, that was like a difficult session and I'm wrestling, you know, with stuff. But if every time I feel like shit with, when I'm working with the mentor I'm working with or in the program that I'm signed up for, probably not the program for you. Just like if I feel worse about myself in my relationship, probably not the person for you, right? Mm. Love is I feel inspired, enlightened, uplifted, grateful, and and better than I ever could have imagined feeling because in real love, that's what's happening. So yeah. that is it for me. And we're so, yeah. I'm so grateful. I'm so excited for season two. And, and we're going to be sharing more personally about where we've each been and 
and what's been happening in our lives and upcoming episodes as we go towards season two. But thank you so much for being with us and we love you so much. We love you and we will see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the New Truth Podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, You can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.